What up, Bill Black family? Hey, he's here. Still up here, Nene? Oh, yeah, she in the bathroom. About to go into my uh, Black Speed. He only talked. So let's see. Let's go up here. What up, man? How you doing? All right. What you know good? Well, motion, man. First week in May. And of course, we got some fuckery and shit. What's up with this Daniel Penny motherfucker? We got his name. We got his motherfucking picture. They got his name. They got his name the the moment it happened. You know, the internet don't 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 lose shit. They knew who that boy was before he got off the train. Well, my thing is. If they, they didn't even arrest this motherfucker, he didn't wear no cuffs. They let him go. Okay, next thing, we need an address. Because I, I don't care. I need to start tapping into that sick sector of the internet. Fuck using their motherfucking system. Fuck they system. It don't work for us. Start holding court in the street. This shit will stop. But that motherfucker, I, I had to watch the whole video because motherfuckers were like, you didn't see the whole video. You didn't see the whole video because when I first saw the fucking video, this motherfucker was on the train behind this man. When I saw the whole damn video, one, the young man said that he was hungry and thirsty. Okay? Now, uh, uh, somebody that's really up on caring about people and shit, there's places and, and kiosks all over a motherfucking subway station. Get that man something to eat and drink. Two, he wasn't even acting up on this motherfucker that came up behind this motherfucker. He came up behind the young man and got him in a sleeper hole. That's pussy right there. That's I put that in the same category as a sucker punch because he didn't see it coming. He couldn't protect himself and he choked him to death. He needs he needs to be dealt with. Use lie. Let his mother. Okay. Oh, so let me let me give you some some point of references. Okay. What you said about him um, saying he was hungry and he was thirsty, this, that, and the other. Mm. The boy had a context. He had a story. He had mental illness from the time he was 18. His mother got killed by a stepfather and got stuffed in a suitcase. Suitcase, So the New York uh, mental health, whatever, dropped the ball because he, yeah. You know, Oh, they're going to use this as a campaign thing to, uh, again, bring up division, black, white. But this is a Democratic dropping the ball yeah. straight up. The man was screaming for help. Mm-hmm. This is the first time he screamed for help. But it was the last time he screamed for help. Yeah. Now everybody's going to turn this into a black, white thing. Right? Yeah. Right? Everybody that was on the train, could have anybody could have stopped this man from choking him out. But they didn't. They took their phones out. Yeah, and they filmed fucking it. phones out. We done located two tethers. I forgot their names. But yeah, them two brothers up there and shit, just taking a picture and shit. We we gonna start calling that shit out too. If you one of them, hey, fist and, and feet to your At face. Any given time, as soon as somebody puts their hands around somebody's throat, there's a 90 to 95% chance they're gonna die. Because they're gonna either crush their larynx or they're gonna choke them out like this dude is. Yeah. So as soon as you put them in that naked, 
that sleeper hole. It Somebody should have been upside that motherfucking head with a glass bottle to make him release that. I would have. I would have happily sat on Rikers Island. I took that charge. I would took that charge. Shit like that in George Floyd. Uh, uh, Floyd. Okay, I can understand. But see, George, George Floyd would have been in this different situation. Those cops would have been trigger happy and they would have shot anybody within two feet of them. Yeah. If anybody had pushed them off, they'd have got shot. Let's be clear. This situation right here, a push, a shove, a bottle upside the head, get them off the man. Because I promise you, if a doctor had been on the train, he still would have died because the oxygen was away from his brain for two or three minutes. Yeah, he held that boy vigorously, yeah. man. And then, and, and then, I, did you see the motherfucker smirk over the body? You see that course. shit? And the fact that the lawyer that's representing him lost to Braggs is a slap in the face. So that's going to be another point that they're going to throw into people's faces. Not only did he not get charged, but the lawyer is somebody who lost to Braggs, who is the same guy that Trump sent his goon squad to intimidate because he filed those charges. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are going to get caught up in the hype of black and white, this, that, and the other. But I blame the Democrats and Adams and the mental health. They're not helping them. Adams needs to be ran out of town. He's done, I, I don't even know how many buses worth of illegals at that motherfucking governor down. But that five-star hotel that they put him up in, they say it's mm -hmm. pretty much uh, uh, condemned now. These motherfuckers tore up a five-star hotel. And the fact that everybody wants them to be treated fairly, but when you send them there, they scream, oh, we don't have the room. What do you think Texas is? Check this they out. They don't have the room here. They got a, uh, well, they, they were splitting them off to New York and um, Chicago. And, Chicago. and Mr. Harvey, he pointed out that there, there's this one female guala guala and shit. This bitch been here 10 years. All right. This bitch been here. And she says, uh, the United States owes them something. No, bitch. The motherfucking our government owes you a ticket back to Guala Guala land. Okay, now you left. You lived up here ten years. I hope you said you you saved your money and shit. Your next route, bypass my country, go to Canada, bitch. But yeah, this bitch stood up there like they they owe us this, they owe us that. Now let me tell you the stipends that they given that this state, my state, Michigan, is giving these Afghans, and they're still throwing out black, black and white and Hispanic working people that were born here. Okay, you got 68,000 motherfucking Afghans and shit. I had to see. So I went out to the motherfucking airport, and I waited. Came on the wrong day, so I had to go another day. When the C-130 came into the motherfucking airport and shit. You saw it with your own eyes. Yeah, with binoculars, too. I got my binoculars somewhere. These motherfuckers, okay. these motherfuckers they didn't go up to the terminal like you and I will go. They let them out right there at one of them. They, they uh, uh, roll up stairs and shit in a hangar right there. Okay, when I zoomed in, all these motherfuckers still got red motherfucking mud on their motherfucking feet. Okay, that was one thing pissed me off and shit. The stipends. Okay, DSS gives them a housing voucher. You and I never got that. If you had a license over in Hobby Dobby land, you get a license. You get a car voucher. You get a weekly money stipend. You and I don't get that shit. I'm tired of that shit. And now that's, got, tax, dollars, that's tax dollars at work right there. Right there. But see, Dearborn, if you know anything about Dearborn, Michigan, Henry Ford built Dearborn 
only for white Ford workers. And it's been like right. that ever since uh, until Reagan let the first wave of the Hobby Dobbies during the Iran-Iraq war. We didn't like the Ayatollah Khomeini, so we're going to go ahead and back Saddam. And we did give Saddam those shoulder, those SAM missiles and shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I even got OGI friends. But yeah, we gave them. Those are ours. No one else makes them like that. So we backed that motherfucker until, you know, that little war came out. Then Reagan was like, he opened the floodgates. Where they go? They went to Trenton first, but a large majority came to Dearborn. Yeah, Trenton, New Jersey. That's the uh, number one place outside of Saudi Arabia where there's a high concentration of Arabs. But Dearborn has blown Trenton off the map with that. Not only you 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 ride down Dearborn now, all the signs are in Farsi. Farsi. Now, 25 years ago, if you were caught in a Dearborn park after dark, your ass goes to jail. They stopped all that because those whites that lived in Dearborn during Henry Ford time and during the Reagan era, they left They left Dearborn and went to Livingston County, which everybody here calls the White Island. There ain't hardly no niggas there. Really don't want to go there anyway. But uh, Was that he or was that still uh, by Dearborn? Uh, that's out of Wayne County. Dearborn's in Wayne County. Livingston County is two uh, counties over. In Okay. Towards the middle of the state. Right, 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 right. And right. so the white people that had built houses in Dearborn, either they sold their houses at a high extraordinary amount to these Arabs. I'm gonna tell you how these Arabs get down too. Or they lease they lease out their house and they build them another house in, in, in uh Livingston County. Mm. Okay, on some of the Arabs and shit. They'll buy a house, and I'm I'm gonna do a, a story on this. Juanita gonna take me down there. They'll buy two bungalow houses, you know, two bedroom bungalow. One's mm-hmm. condemned, one's livable. They tear all that down. Now those two plots, they build three family, three four families. They build a mega mansion, not a mega mansion, a mini mansion, but big, but big enough to put two or three families in there easily. And the next thing you know. They got gas stations. They got cell phone motherfucking stations. They got uh uh uh. Some of them even and got they the- give them business. They give them business interest free business loans that they get passed on generation to generation, yeah. which we don't get. We don't get that. Now something's gonna have to happen. This shit. They have flooded the zone, brother Antonio. They have flooded the zone. So so let's let's backtrack right again. Context context is everything. This country is so ratchet and so corrupt that we caused the problem for these people to leave their country. Mm-hmm. We destabilize their countries. Every 20 to 30 years, the people we put in power, they become our enemies. Mm-hmm. Gaddafi was our best friend. Saddam was our best friend when they played ball. Mm-hmm. Saddam was the puppet master that kept everybody in their respective corners. You didn't hear none of the bullshit that the Taliban and all that bullshit when he was in there. Mm-hmm. He executed them, he put them in jail, he kept them in their respective corners. They did their dirt, but you didn't see it on the international stage. Mm-hmm. Noriega, uh, same thing. Yeah. The Shah of Iran, the same thing. But when they don't want to play ball, the U.S. pulls their card. They either assassinate them, Gaddafi. They put him in jail, Noriega. Or they kill him, like Hussein. Noriega died in so, France. Huh? Noriega died in France. Noriega, Noriega's still alive. He's still alive? 
Noriega's still alive. He got out of prison, uh, Supermax prison. But I thought France picked him up and he died. They said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I think Noriega's still alive. Hold on. We're we going to find this out. Because I, I, I remember when he did the time over here and uh, France said that they needed him and shit because he did some shit, sent some dr uh, drugs over there and shit. Hold on. We're going to get the story on this. Because I can't believe nothing that the United States says and shit. I got to look it up. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he died. He, he died, he died uh, May 29, 2017. Okay, that's what I thought. It was recent. He thought he was going to go back to Panama and shit. He, he didn't he know. He died of a brain tumor. Yeah. Or let's just call it bad food. Because what they feeding okay. you in that prison and shit, yeah. it goes against <laughs> But... He was good to us as long as he was selling the cocaine and letting shit go through and the Iran Contra and all the rest of that. But yeah. when he didn't want to play ball and had the names and the, the tickets and the body counts and he knew where the bodies were buried, they, they put him in Supermax. Yeah, they had to do something so. So we, 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 we create a lot of the destabilization which causes these people to leave their country. So what happens is we burn the house and then we blame them for running out of a burning house. But we set the fire. But we set the fire. Oh, if we didn't set the fire, we set the fuse off to light the fire. And now they're trying to say that we got a hand over there in Sudan. We do. We back. See, so the story with Sudan is about, what, five, six, seven, eight years ago, they had a, a president that was unpopular. Mm -hmm. So they had a military uh, coup. And these two generals sided together to get that president out militarily. <laughs> now, those same two generals, one of them we backed. One of them we backed. And those two generals right now, is a dick, it's a dick measuring contest, an ego contest. They don't want to give up power to a civilian thing to get a uh, new president in there. So as long as that's going on, it's going to keep going like that. And one of them has a elite uh, military force. And that's the one that's doing the casualties right now. That's the one that's killing the civilians and everybody else. And then we got, uh, what do they say, 16,000 Sudanese Americans. They still haven't picked them up. No, no, no. So if you thought the shit show was going on, on March, on May the 12th, that's when it's really going to be critical. Because May 11th is when that Title 42 is going to be over. And Biden's seen our last pretty much gave them an open welcome to come to the border. He should have left the shit that Trump had up there and, and let them take care of it in the other countries. But by him taking that thing off, it's like an invitation for them to just come. So they're massing at the border right now. Yeah. They are massing at the border. And did you and know that there's some Russian pilots that came into Mexico? Have you seen that? There's like, Mexican, there's, there's Russian pilots. Russian, Russian pilots that came out of Turkey. This man, this, this shit is funny as hell. It looks like hold, hold on, hold on. It's not only Russians, it's Chinese that's coming through there too. Oh, shit. They got Chinese coming through the Mexican border. You know what that looks like? Infiltration. It is infiltration. And you brought up a point about Farsi and Dearborn. I don't know where I saw that, but I got to find it. It says the first way that you have a, a, a takeover is you invite the, the, the country in. The people come in with their religion. 
Then they turn around, bring their religious culture like Sharia in. Mm-hmm. If you talk about them, then you're, you're uh, anti-whatever. And then they change their laws to try to make you change your laws. So if you condemn them, then they say you're anti-whatever they are, you're anti-this. So they turn around and you leave them alone, then they take over. They take over your school system, then you got to have a Quran in there. Oh, then you have to have a prayer. All, you the, have all the Dearborn schools, <laughs> they don't, you remember the school lunches you and I had, you know, pizza, tater tots, maybe a hamburger, yep. but yep. everything yep. is halal there. Everything, yep. everything. Yep. The white kids yep. don't eat that shit, and the nigga kids, that. so those kids, guess where they went? They went to a charter school with no hobby dobbies, and they got regular American food. They've taken over the Dearborn school system, the, the elementaries, the middle schools, the high school, all of them. They they sell falafelized shit. Man, you know, last time I had a falafel, that's the most nastiest shit I've ever had in my life. Uh, no, no. But they 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 brought that uh, special halal company in in the late nineties. Oh, they're they're right. they're submitted in. They're submitted in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if you talk about them, you're anti-Islam. You're, you're anti-Islam, which in and of itself is like a farce. That's it's a, a big farce. That's a. a I, I don't care what they say. That's a. Oh, it's a, it's a, a cult. cult, and it's a. These are the only people and shit that I see openly marrying an eight-year-old child, an eight-year-old baby, and you know, even though it's a right. hobby dobby girl, an Arab girl, it's still a child. And this hey, mother- what's worse than that? There's something worse than that, though. There's something worse than that. The fact that the founder and the leader that they revere, revere, eight year old, he married, he married an underage child, eight years old. That's and then wait a minute, if you say anything bad about him, they'll kill you. They're gonna execute you. Yes, they kill. Remember the 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 comic that made Muhammad his turban into a bomb. They killed oh, yeah. him. They, they, they killed him. You know how they man, these are some methodical motherfuckers. Which I don't put nothing. Pa- I work for some Arabs down on. in Detroit. Hold on, hold on. About the same time, no, it was before that. Solomon Rusty said something. Uh they said was blasphemous to Islam. And they turned around and attempted on his life. It was like 30 years ago. They got him like last year. They finally they got, got him. him the they yeah. got him in the eye, lost the eye over the shit. Is that the one so that said that he went, he went everywhere with his bodyguards, but on this particular day, he decided, uh, I'm not going that far, and they got him. That was a 30-year fatwa, yeah. They had 30 years. That fatwa ain't they, no joke. When they, when they put a no. fatwa on you, man, your it's best not. bet go to the moon because they're going to get you. <laughs> they're going to get you. Oh, man. It's, yeah. it's just messed up, man, and it's just... That, that, that boy didn't deserve to die like that, man. And I, I mean, God damn. You see, they shut down, uh, I forgot what bridge that was in New York. And uh, the cops looked shook. But I mean, damn, y'all didn't have to let that motherfucker go, man. He came up, the cops might not even seen the motherfucker whole video like I didn't see the first time. You came up behind him, you snuck and choked this man to death. That's a crime. Again, again what they're going to do is. Hold on one second. All right. What they're going to do is it's about to be an election year. So Mm -hmm. they're going to try to drive this as a black, white, 
this is going to be one of those things like if it wasn't for a crime-ridden city like New York, it wouldn't have happened. They're going to put everything on the black dude <laughs> and not the white dude. I'm sorry. Some really strong shit. Oh, yeah. There you go. Hey, I'd rather do this. I saw my doctor yesterday. <coughs> he heard some uh, wheezing and everything. And he was like, you know, you might need to let this go. I was like, yeah, doctor. I, I know I might have to leave the cigarettes go. He was like, the cigarettes and the weed. I'm not ready to let this go, man. I just got pop. I mean, I just got familiar with this shit. I'm growing this shit. I'm making great hash. I'm not ready to let it go. But these these three uh no four letters, I don't want. I don't want that COPD. I don't want that. Mm. But yeah, it's no I'm, joke. I'm, I might have to cut down and shit and do what I need to doing with. She she eats uh everything. Everything is done in moderation. It doesn't make a difference if you're drinking, fucking, smoking. Moderation is the key. Yeah. I don't sit back and smoke all day and stuff, but when I take my sugar and stuff, I, I numb it out, you know, because I don't waste it. You need to incorporate some CBD oils and CBD products instead of just the THC. Yeah. It'll lessen, it'll lessen the uh, withdrawal rate. Because it's more psychological now mm -hmm. than, than anything else. But other than that, we the only ones up in here now. I know. I talked to Lasmore. He said he's. Last came up a few minutes ago, and I was saying something. And I don't. I guess he didn't hear me. He bounced out, so he'll probably be back. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, everything is a distraction right now. Everything is a distraction. Like, if it's not going to be a shooting, it's going to be some shit like this train incident. It's going to be something to keep people distracted because 24 is going to be here. That election is going to be here. The debates are going to be here. Oh, they're starting, people to, are going to, be. They're starting to run the damn ads already. But guess what? They're using AI to create some of these ads, too. That's what I heard, man. And I heard a rap that AI did, and this motherfucker sounds just like Jay-Z. That AI is going to be a problem. You know, Lisa Cabrera, she said it best. AI stands for always incorrect. Hmm. That movie Terminator gave you a foretelling you know what was coming. Oh, Skynet, yeah. The Matrix, Skynet, Matrix, Equilibrium, all that shit. But then my wife said they made those purge movies for a reason. Yeah, to deaden to deaden people's soul to, to violence. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, you just gonna be like, okay. Here's another one and another one. It's not even going to register anymore. Yeah, we're not. We're going to be numb to it. Just like, you know, we were numb by seeing those missiles with cameras uh, fall all in Iraq and the shock and awe and shit. You know, it, these kids, they don't fear blood. They're not squeamish with blood and stuff like that. Like back mm -hmm. in that, when I, when I was in high school, the school got too hot and I had a nosebleed. You have a general, a general, uh, a collection of both black white people that squeamish they can't see they can't deal with the sight of blood and shit now mm -hmm. it's not like that it ain't like that everybody hey. wants to see the shit hey what's up jay you see him you got before? the mic hey nope Damn. 
I was waiting on Dimitri to incorporate that new, uh, you know, the patch. That, that new feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Jay. Go ahead. Open your camera one time and say something. We need to see your camera one time to make sure you are who you say you are, bro. If you're not able to do that, you're going to have to bounce. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that for him. Huh? I kicked him. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. She put some ash in here. Yeah, that's why it's strong like that. My wife rolled this up while I was downstairs letting the dogs out. She went to go and give me something to eat. She wants me to um, let me get get them ready because she says she wants to make sure I miss my dog on insulin yesterday. I did. It wasn't done on purpose, but I don't want to have another stroke. Oh no! What's hey, up, Andre? Andre? Hey, Andre. What's up, man? Hello, brothers. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, actually, I in my office. I got a redo some files because I'm still old school. I like files. I mean, I got a lot of digital stuff. But there's certain things I like about the copies. Uh, and I've got to put a PowerPoint presentation together we're working on this weekend for this thing tomorrow, which I got started, but I, I still got to finish it. So. But I want to hop on that. What's your take What's your take on that shit that's going on in New York? That young man losing his life just for being hungry. Uh, the one, the Jackson impersonator. Yeah. I I think that we live in a city because, from what I understand, uh, while this was occurring, there were people filming this and and, and what do we say? What do we say? What we say? Hey. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Man. And so, and, and, and so, I mean, that, that's, that's my heart issue with the whole thing. Uh, and then the fact that, from mine, more red, I don't know that much, but from what I we kind of understand, this guy had some kind of mental issues when his mom died, and he kind of had this thing about Michael Jackson, so this was sort of his form of relief or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the brother wasn't on everybody. So, this cracker to do this, you know, somebody somebody made a comment, I think, on Facebook or whatever about him being arrested. And I'm like, arrested? He didn't I'm even like, get this is eye for an eye. We got his name. We got his face. We're going to get the address. He needs but, to die. I mean, but, that's, that's the bottom. He needs to die. Brother, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you because, see, I had to see I, where I saw the video. He was already in the chokehold. Okay, I had to find a video where it all started. This cracker came up behind me. Oh, this I ain't seen no video. I'm... Oh, look, you got to see the whole video. This motherfucker, he wasn't being. Yeah, threatened. I ain't seen no video. All I'm going off just what I read. He snuck this boy. I mean, I'm just going off what I read. I ain't seen no video. He snuck this boy, just like how you sneak somebody from behind, do a sucker punch. He came up behind him and got him in a chokehold like that and didn't let go for seven and a half motherfucking minutes. Yes, he needs to die. And if you can't get the motherfucker that did the crime, well, we go to collateral damage. He has a mother, father, brother, sisters, and maybe he has kids. God damn. Something. Give me something. 
But yeah, like I told Antonio, I'm just going to start talking into the sixth sector. I need to tap into that sixth sector. Stop using their goddamn system. Start holding court in the goddamn street. That was some bullshit. The man, he stated what the problem was. He said he was hungry and he was thirsty. A normal person like me or y'all would took that man to a kiosk, bought him something to eat and drink. This motherfucker, oh, and he's ex-military, the white boy ex-military, so he knows what he was doing. He comes up behind him. This is when I see Tether 1 and Tether 2 break out with their cameras. Wait a minute, you motherfuckers gonna stand over this man and watch him strangle this man and y'all gonna film that shit? We're gonna get their names. We're gonna get their names just like we got Mr. Penny's names. And no, no, stop going to their goddamn Yeah, that's except the murder. Exactly. And then, hold on. You might not even want to see the video. After he was choked out or dead, the white boy stood over him and smirked. Collateral damage. Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, no, see, no, Hayes, I, I don't need to see the video. I, no. I got a business to run. I got, you know, I, I got to, I got to deal with these people to make money. So I can't be, I can't be in with the shock of zoo throat and down at when I'm. It's probably but don't, don't even go and see it because it's going to piss you off. And I mean, I deal with white people, yeah, and, you know, daily and everything, but. The only thing I want to deal with white people and stuff, give me the money, I sell you a product. I don't want to know your favorite, you know, color. I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to go really? bike riding. I'm done with them. I'm done. These people, they don't, they're not going to change. They're not going to change. They're, they're um, evil. I, I, um, um, now listen, I, I come from this town called Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh. Uh, a lot of oh. people know it because they, they, they 1921 Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just do people dirty. Mm-hmm. Well, the residents in the community decided they was going to put a stop to this. So they started doing you know, fake lit calls to get the police to come. And when they came, they lit their ass up. Then for, I don't know, it's probably like. Comanche didn't have no problems. Once the police wasn't coming in there either. I mean, yeah, there's probably some drug dealers still going on or whatever. But the people within the community was like, it's better that you ain't in here fucking with us. And we'll deal with our own pretty in here. So here's the the thing. Go ahead. I say that to say that the things did, what I think should be done in every hood is... Just like the New York people had the, what is it, the guardian angels that kind of walk the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every hood should have a sniper system in place for murderous, dirty cops. So if you see one doing some blitz, dirty criminal act, you, 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 you radio the right one that's in the right position, and you take his ass out. Man, in the cover, cover of darkness, now while George, George Floyd was killed in the daytime, just a corner or or, or or alleyway. A baby Draco and one drum could have cleared that shit up. The scary motherfucking sound that a Kalashnikov makes, if you know what you're doing with the Dremel and make it fully automatic, cops don't want to deal with that. It goes through bulletproof vests two at a time. So, in, in light of what you just said, 
these cops already know that this country is a ticking time bomb right now. So they're getting ready. They're retiring. They're retiring early. And the ones that they're calling, trying to recruit, aren't coming in because they're outgunned. They're outmanned. They're not getting paid enough for the bullshit. This right here is the beginning of a fuse. Yeah. Uh, down to this election. Like I told you, Hayes, this is going to be the where the rubber meets the road, right? Mm-hmm. Cops ain't when they turned around and didn't charge him initially, now they could turn around and say the grand jury, you know? And then the lawyer, I told you who the lawyer is. Yeah. They said it was self-defense, but self-defense happens face-to-face, not right. sneaking up behind somebody. He didn't have no weapons or nothing. If this, like if this, if, if this gets off, it's going to be bad. bad. Like I said, if you can't get the motherfucker who did the crime, you go to collateral damage. That's what they did in the 60s. That's what my grandfather and his yeah, army yeah. buddy said, especially after those four little girls were bombed in that church. People died. The, the mainstream media and those that are white that live through that shit, they'll never admit it to you. But those within the know, cops died, racist store handlers, they were never seen again. Their stores were burned to the damn ground. Need to get back to that. Needs to get back and to that. You saw the chick that uh, set that whole Emmett Till. You see, she finally died. They were coming at. They were coming to her old folks' home, and they were gonna drag her ass the fuck out. But she was sick and whatever. Yeah, I remember hearing about. Yeah, I saw that. But see, yeah, the, the, the son is what 72, 73? Kill the son. The, that entire family needs to be uncomfortable <laughs> twenty four hours a day. I don't give a flying fig of a fuck if they were just born a week ago. I don't give a fuck if they're this is their last a week. The whole fucking family needs to be used lie. Industrial strength lie. It's a beautiful thing if you know what to do with it. I know what to do with it. I teach a lot of my people what to do with it. How are they going to tell on you after you splash them with lie? They don't know what you look like. They can't, you know, just get out of Dodge. I've seen the shit happen. I wish a Karen would. I wish a Karen would. We almost had a Karen, <laughs> a Karen thing, didn't we, baby? We almost had a Karen thing at Ruby Tuesdays and shit. And she was lucky we were in Ruby Tuesdays. But my wife, she went up one side and back down and shit. It's just, these motherfuckers just... I like the hamburgers. Yeah, the the hamburgers are good, but we went there really for the salad bar and shit. My wife's getting me back on the the greens and stuff. It's a fantastic salad bar. Didn't see one like that since Ponderosa. But yeah, this this, she gonna call herself checking my wife and pointing her finger in my wife's face. That was that. That's where it went all bad. Who was this one? Was she an employee or just? Yeah, she was an employee of Ruby too. A hostess, not even a waitress. A hostess gonna come in talking about because what, baby? What I I was fixing plates. You were sitting at the table. I was sitting at the table. I came to ask you a question about your plate. I wasn't done. She's gonna tell me I couldn't go back up there with my plate. I have said I wasn't done fixing my plate. I didn't go sit and eat. She, I know you're not supposed to do that. She was checking. She was checking her, she doing her little, I'm white and I say so. But when she put her finger in my wife's face, oh, yeah, I jumped up. I was like, what the fuck are you putting your finger in my wife's face? Then everybody came out in the back and, and shit. Listen, she checked me about going over there with my plate, but went over there with her bare hands. It stirred everything up. So I'm like, well, why are you over there with your bare hands? But we're not entitled to have to wear gloves. Yeah. I said, well, that's the same. That's a, what the fuck? It was a white and I said so, but she's not even there anymore. 
I think they got rid of or put to another Ruby Tuesday because that's the one we go to regularly. It's just getting it's getting to a fever pitch yeah, right now. McDonald's somewhere. All these old ass white people gotta go to work. So oh yeah, she, there's a lot of white people working at uh, Mickey D's these days. That that's just a telltale sign too that the system is fucked up. And white people, especially older, they don't know how to adapt like we do. They out here gotta work. Yeah, they gotta work because they didn't. Well, you know, in Texas we got the. Full, you got the what? I was gonna say in Texas, you know, we got the fully automatic. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Where they only have like one or two yeah. people. And shit to fill up the machine. That's coming. Yeah. Right. But I don't really like McDonald's. Yeah, I, like the uh, I like the nuggets. That's the only thing that ain't there. That was Austin. That was Austin. That was Austin where they got that automated stuff, right? Yeah. Not Texas, but yeah, that's Austin. Hey, uh, Hayes. Yeah. I'm about to. Put something in the chat, man. Okay, what we see. talked about earlier. Let me see. Uh-oh. And uh, let's see. Uh, Grand news. Okay, I'm about to click on it. Whoa. Mexican claims he has proof of Chinese fit. I be goddamn baby. Look at this shit. Mexican president claims he has proof Chinese fentanyl smuggling. Well, shit, Chinese and Russian pilots are coming up through Mexico, coming into the United States. Well, we talked about. Well, we talked about. Yep, yeah, the infiltration. Infiltration. This is full without blown. Firing, without firing a shot, this is going to be internal with a lot of collateral damage. Population control. Population control, yep. Oh, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. Because we just saw. Um, I had that fentanyl hit. Close the fentanyl, right? Huh? Yeah, they're killing people with fentanyl. I'm saying they're putting that fentanyl in drugs, right? They're putting yeah. it in cocaine. They're, yep. they're pressing it into the pills. Killing, that's the killing. But you know what? It's killing more white people than anything. But it kills somebody that was close, you know, close to home to me. Who was that? That's Terry's auntie. Yeah. Uh, my wife's daughter's boyfriend. His auntie just passed away from a fentanyl. She came and got a plate of food. And how did she get access? I mean, how did she, how did she come in contact with it? She bought it. But they didn't know that. How did she come in contact with it? She, she, brought, she brought drugs, thought it was one thing, and it was something else with fentanyl in there. The cocaine is, is, oh, is, is, oh, uh, okay. is, uh, and she died with the plate next to her. Didn't even get to eat her plate. The shit is so strong, man. Even if you get it on your fingertips and it gets into your bloodstream, it can take you up out of here. So they cutting the cocaine now instead of it with baby laxative, they cutting it with fentanyl. But they not they don't, they don't give a fuck about their customer. They don't give a fuck. If you, if you look on YouTube, if you look on YouTube, there was this cop that went for a drug bust mm-hmm. and she accidentally touched just a little bit. Yeah, I remember her. her. They had to bring her back with the Narcan. They had to get her with the Narcan, two or three of those to bring her back, and she gave permission for them to release the film to YouTube as a precautionary tale. Had a couple of cops here, state troopers and shit. They came back with the Narcan. Man, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And you know what? Chicago is the hub because it's Mexican town. Man, we've already known that the Mexican cartel had a pipeline from Chicago to Detroit. It was just, it wasn't a problem when you had some niggas and poor white trash falling out, but it only came a problem when not one, 
not two, but four white University of Michigan students took the bus, the public bus from Ann Arbor, Michigan, 40 miles into Detroit, got they little, did y'all know they sell $2 hits like this shit? This, this is all new on me. They don't sell even $2 joints anymore, but anyway, besides the point, they went down there and they never made it back to the school. That's when they found out. I didn't think that they could find anybody. Before white motherfuckers, man, they found this brother that was mixing this shit up in East Point, Detroit. And uh, he's doing all day, a life bit, no chance parole, as he should, because this is some deadly ass shit. It's like scorched earth type shit. They don't care if you smoke the shit, inject the shit, or snort the shit. They just want you to enjoy the shit for the last time. That's not how that, nah. And then my wife says, well, I don't buy weed off the street. I go to the dispensary. They starting to spray weed with this shit. You see how hypocritical the country is? Back in the 80s when there was a crack epidemic, they wanted jail sign. They wanted incarceration. They wanted life sentences. But when fentanyl comes around, they want rehab and compassion. But like Lawrence Fishburne said in Boys in the Hood, it wasn't a problem when crack was all in the inner city. It was only a problem when little Becky and Jimmy and shit in Iowa come up with a habit. Now, with this 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 uh, opioid uh, pandemic, everybody wants to open up a rehab center. You know, that, that is, is strictly on racial lines. The double standard fuckery is at a fevered pitch and it's blatant it in our face now. Oh, my wife just told me I forgot about that. Our state has introduced Narcan vending machines. Can't even get a beer out of a fucking vending machine, but you can get some Narcan out this bitch. It's it's it, 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 it's are they still giving away those uh those crack pipes and shit? The 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 health people up here. We're doing Joe Biden, yeah, because his son. Man, they're giving the junkies two uh, these packets. It got two look like diabetic needles, and 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 a crack stick. They give they're doing those, that. They're doing that to cut down on the HIV. No. Age for the needle, but they don't. They don't realize that that's that's and that, that's creating that's creating a monster within these little neighborhoods. Even the let's just say the working class white neighborhoods. These people can't handle that shit. They can't handle it. But my generation, everybody that was smoking crack and doing blow or doing you know the 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 free base. They had to go to jail, and they had to go to jail on football numbers. It's bullshit. It's double standard fuckery at an all-time pitch. But now they don't give a fuck. They're not doing it overtly. It's blatant in your face now. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Man, there's never been a war on drugs. It's a war on people. Black people. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the way the, the way the system is structured, okay, there's going to always be oppressed, downtrodden people that are trying to hide their pain, which is going to increase the demand for drugs. And as long as there's a demand, there's going to be a supply. Mm-hmm. And you are not 80. Cycle going. So you have to get people stuff on an individual level to not have the desire 
to want to hide and reduce the demand. Once the demand is gone, then people have all the product they want, but it ain't gonna go. Back in the 80s, for I wanna say 10 to 12 years straight, Pablo Escobar was number one narco billionaire consistently. And he had a perfect model. Like you said, supply and demand. As long as America has a coke problem, there's always gonna be a supply for it. Period. It ain't just coke. What is the opioid, the also the, the whatever drug that somebody run into to hide from? Now, people, like, they don't do but it see, to hide. But see, fentanyl, fentanyl, I'm, 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 I
Oh, here comes my other auntie and my grandma and shit. Oh, we'll take it too. Whoa, 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 whoa. So I blew up. Didn't cuss out my people, but I blew up. They knew I was mad. Yeah, they came to the house. Did they forget about Tuskegee? They know about uh, Tuskegee. And even I even showed both my aunties and my grandmother the, the speech where Joe Biden says, we don't need any more nigger mayors. They voted for the motherfucker anyway. Now, Jason Black said, those three in my family, those are the civil rights and stuff. I'm done with that. They had, you know, uh, absentee ballots. I turned them in for them. I didn't fuck around with their ballots. That's what they going to do. That's what they going to do. My wife and I, we ain't, we don't play with, we don't play with the ballots. Malcolm said, it's either the ballot. We ready for the, the bullet. Or the bullets. We ready for the bullets. Okay, so first of all, too, what the fuck is civil? Can somebody tell me what the fuck is civil rights? We don't we have never been fighting for civil rights in the first place. It should have been human rights. And then, well, they never considered us humans. They considered us three fifths of whatever. Yeah, three right? fifths human. Three fifths human property. Right? We were more property. And and uh, hey, don't forget uh, Tuskegee. Don't forget about the St. Louis thing. St. Louis had a radiation thing where they blanketed a city with uh, radioactive stuff and didn't tell them. Ain't that about a bitch? Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that's some of the things that the government has done against black citizens. I know. I mean, Central Park with the village, some of the own whole community of black people that they wiped out and turned into Central Park. I mean, that's some bullshit. Now Central Park was built on a on a graveyard, wasn't it? No, yeah, from a village called Savage where people lived. Okay, so okay. those graves are still there, people. and then I never heard of that. Huh? That those graves are still there, right? It's built over them. Central Park is built over it. So it's, it's like it. it's like Lake Lucerne because I saw a white diver right uh diving Lake Lucerne and the whole graveyard black they're still there Lake Lanier Lake Lanier Lake thank you baby Lake Lanier Lake Lanier and I, I had to ask why don't we why don't black people go there I got the I got the harsh reality truth all those graves are still there now those whites that were buried there they gave them the heads up to take their family members out before they flooded Oscarville. That's where Lake Lanier, it was covered Oxford, a very black and thriving place like Rosewood. This is what these people do. These people they can't change. Around the, around the whole United States. My wife just gave me a, a, a map of all the towns and shit that were raised to the ground. We're only told a handful of these places. I put that in the chat uh, that, a month ago. Yeah, you did that. Mm. She got the same thing. Man, I didn't know. it. I got it from him. I didn't know. I didn't know it was that. And that's what they're trying to erase here in this history. They don't want to show the good, bad, and indifferent. They don't show the semi-good, which isn't good at all. And it's it's from state. I mean, every state has something. Once we started going, you know, doing our own thing, we didn't have to rely on white people. Here they come. Here they come. But you know what? It's it's their bitch, like Carolyn Bryant. How do we get rid of that white bitch? The first teacher of hate. Yep. Yeah, hey, hey. Now, an old uh, old elder, he's dead and gone. Shaky Jake. I was young when he said it, but it took me two, 10 years to understand what he said. He was like, you know, they can be fucked out of existence. Literally. 
Yeah, they can. It took me 10 years to think well, about I mean, that. that that's, no, I mean, that, they've always had a fear of genetic annihilation. And they've actually they've used that uh, against us, knowing the fact that what happened so what they did protect the mind and create this mulatto as their mentality. And boy, I got a lot of mulattoes. thing where about 50, you know, by, by 2050, they were saying basically the majority of the population was going to look and wait. Which is why when you turn around... Which is idiotic. No, I'm saying for anybody that lives on a planet that's by the sun, not the darkest skin possible. Which is why when he said make it great again, that was a, a dog whistle to bringing it back to the 30s, 40s, and 50s, white. Mm -hmm. They know they're dying out. Their power is dwindling. Their kids and their grandkids are fucking out of their bloodlines. So, literally, it's going to be a brown nation between the <laughs> and blacks, and they know it. That's why they're doing everything they can, rearranging uh, chairs on the Titanic, because this shit's going down. They love the BBC. All right, baby. <laughs> they, they white generation love the young ones love the BBC. Yeah, but I, I, I hear what Shaky Jake was saying, but I, I'm not trying to lay up. But I had to shut my family up because they said I was too dumb and dark to marry. And I showed them all, oh, I can get married. Not only that, I can get married to a white bitch. That bitch, she, uh, she could do everything except cook. <laughs> and then she tried to change me. My first wife. Oh, you, you married a white woman, your first wife? Yeah, I, I was lost for a minute. Let's see. <laughs> that was that was that was five years too long. Hey, hey, we're all we're all entitled to a mulligan, man. To a redo. But see, to a reset. I had a plan though. <laughs> I had I had a plan. I wasn't having like all my cousins and stuff. I don't have no mixed kids. I have a daughter by a sister that hated her own Hugh, my so-called high school sweetheart, you know. And now she's married to a white man, got her little mixed mm. baby. And so she's doing her. She's turned my daughter totally against me. But no, I did it right with this. That's that psychological thing that I was talking about earlier. If I knew her mother was a black feminist, I would just fuck the bitch and kept it moving. I wouldn't have fell for the bitch. But, you know, she thought when her mom met my mom, who was fair-skinned, she thought I was going to be fair-skinned. But my mom said, because uh, my mom taught at McKinsey High School, and this was at parent-teacher conference. My mom said, when Crystal and I came around the corner at McKinsey High School, and she saw I was just as dark, if not darker, than her daughter, my mother says her whole face just dropped. I didn't see that. She told me that later on that night. She was like, I think uh, Velma has a colorism problem with you. It's like, really? <clears throat> Because you know how black women, you know, they, they degrade black men. It was like, well, that's Crystal's boyfriend. Her mother would say, no, that's just her little friend. Some black women. Okay, babe, some black women. I didn't say all <laughs> black women. Babe, did you turn the air off? It's hot in here. Yeah, you done turned the my, air off? I made my tea. You know, I... Oh, yeah, I know. Can't, can't run the air conditioner and the coffee machine. You got too much stuff in there. Yeah, I know. But I was getting hot. I'm sorry. Okay. I gotta stay up under the air. It's gonna be what is it? Six. So far as our most. Baby, it's 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 hey, 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 
Hey, hey, when do you take your insulin? In Four morning. meal, after meal. I should have took it now, but I haven't eaten nothing. I'm about to go get you. Some. She's about to go and get me some. I think I need to take it now because I feel I'm not like your eyesight. Is your eyesight kind of fading in and out? Yeah. Is it twitching? Not twitching, but I got to keep moving, getting closer to the screen, and then I know it's it's fluctuating. I know. Yeah. It's, I, Babe, I'm gonna go ahead and just take it now. I know you're gonna get me something. You ain't go out on making you an order. Uh, just a club sandwich. No, this is the dispensary. Oh, you going okay. to the dispensary? Yeah. You already know why you like asking questions. I already know about Yeah, I know. Well, I got to get ready to go to a veterinarian appointment at 1 o'clock. It's about 12 30. All right. All right. Be safe. Thank you, man. Be safe, okay. Andre. All right. All right, man. All right, brother. I'll catch y'all there. Okay. All right. See, I, I only use this needle like twice, so I'm I'm pretty good. I'll take it out after this one. Okay. Yeah, I went on the shoulder. Whew. I had to get something. Give Man. it a few seconds. Give Man. it a few seconds. My wife takes that too when she needs it. I love this, man. You know, when I was diagnosed, I had measure it. All you got to do is turn the knob and then jab it. Yup. Yep. No, no more, no more. Uh, well, I still got to take my sugar and everything, but I had to take two vials with me. Make sure they're always cool, and I can put them in the chills. Mm -hmm. Got tired of that. I got tired. Mm -hmm. You know, it was that that um, I was like, man, I'm gonna let this shit just kill me because I, I can't do this shit. One, I've always had a phobia of needles, so they didn't mm -hmm. have to worry about me being a junkie or nothing like that and shit. But, you know, they kept me in the hospital an extra week and a half until they. Were satisfied that I could give myself this insulin, and they weren't gonna let me out of there. And then that they wanted to keep your sugar regulated and monitored. So I'm the only one at uh at the University of Michigan. There's a one dude he came up there with uh 1100 sugar, didn't die, shit. didn't lose his sight. I'm number two at 962. What's your A one? A one count. Ooh, what was that? Ah, damn, I forgot. It, it was, was six. It was fucked up. Cause I didn't know I, I was know when I was that. when I was diagnosed. I thought that whole summer I had food poisoning. Couldn't stop pissing. But see, after the time, this time my mom had already died and she was gone. So I didn't know what I was going through. The I, symptoms of what it was. You didn't know what it was. I didn't know what the fuck it was going on. And then uh, they thirsty. Said, Thirsty and pissing, and yeah. I, I, I knew something was wrong when I'm on the highway. I gotta take a racehorse piss so fucking bad. I pull over, open the door, get on the shoulder, open the door, and I couldn't piss fast enough. That scared the shit out of me because see, at the time I had leather seats. There's no fucking way I was gonna piss on myself in this goddamn car that I paid all this money for. So what the fuck is going on and shit? Then it was like two days later. I went to sleep. They said I didn't wake up. I know I went to sleep in my room, but I wake up in a cocaine ass white room that smells of dis. The fuck going on? They brought me to wow. the hospital. They said that because uh, I didn't know I was diabetic. You know, I, I I didn't eat an abundance of sugar and nothing, but I, I wasn't eating healthy either. Nine sixty two, and I still walked up out of there and still got my sight. The other my best friend, my best friend has a high ass count. But he's his is functional. He takes uh, 
the shot too. Mm -hmm. And I told him, because my wife has gone through it too, right? The three things you need to watch out for mm -hmm. is starches like pasta, rice, potatoes, and fried yeah. foods. You got to watch that because yeah, that'll spike it real, real high. They were trying to real kill me in, in state in state prison. They about to leave the United States, and they were one of the pioneers. Mm -hmm. they, kissed the, they kissed the SEC's ass. They did everything they asked for, got the blessing, and they say they're leaving the United States. That is a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. You know you can go on Coinbase and look at some videos and get some free coins, right? Oh yeah, it's called uh the reward earn earn program. Yeah, every time it comes up, I get my free coins. Yeah. yeah. So whatever you're passionate about, I'm you know I love crypto. There's not too many things I don't know about it, but whatever you're passionate about, there's a coin for it. There is a coin for it. So right now. They got a coin called Fetch, Fetch AI. Mm -hmm. And Fetch AI is probably about 32 cents, 40 cents. Mm -hmm. I got it when it was like 15, 20 cents. That's going to be a coin that's going to be $100, $500 when AI fully hits its stride. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're like at an LSU game tailgating. We're still in the parking lot. We hear the music in the stadium. We hear the football. But we outside still party. We haven't even made it inside. That's where AI is right now. Mm -hmm. So if you want something, catch it before it blows up, fetches it. You download an app called CoinGecko. CoinGecko. Okay. You can, you can go to CoinGecko.com and you can download CoinGecko the app. And whatever you are passionate about, they got a coin for it. They got an asset for it. I promise you. Okay. CoinGecko.com. And they, you said they got an app too. Download the app. Download the app. Okay. Yep. That way you can look at shit on the fly. Hell yeah. Man, I uh, I did well yeah. with Algorand. I got in uh, when Algorand started uh, giving giving. They first they started out with six point one zero. Uh, percent uh, interest. Then it went down when this uh, bear run. Now it's still at five. I don't want it to drop to four. I'll I'll still make money, but I, that, you got Algorand. Did you get any Solana? Not as much as I did uh, Algorand and, and Ethereum. I should have. My wife says I should have put more into Cardano and Solana. So when I first got in the crypto field, the first three coins I got, mm -hmm. I got Cardano bags, I got Stellar bags, and then I got Bitcoin. Damn. So I got Cardano when it was 12 and 13 cents. I got Stellar. My co-wallet. Got it off the exchanges. So if these exchanges collapse, it's on my ledger. I'm good. Yeah, the wife wants me to get one of those too. Go to ledger.com, mm -hmm. order it. It comes from France. It takes two to three weeks. Do not order those from Facebook, oh, no. Amazon, because they you want to come from the source. Yeah, you want yeah. to. Yeah. And, and I, that way, if it comes from the source, you can see that it's it's not been tampered with. Mm. It's like one. It's went up, but it's worth it. Ledger X, Nano Ledger X. That way you can put like a hundred coins on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check Ledger. this out. Uh...
come check out Miss Gecko and stuff. She got me on a honey do list. At of the, course, at it's the, the weekend, weekend, man. It's the weekend. And I, I'm, I've heard my neighbor out there with his lawnmower. I'm gonna get on out there. I gotta, I gotta move the snowblower away from the garage and gotta switch riding my mower with snowblower. That, but in the middle and stuff, I got her motor scooter, my motor scooter. I got three motor scooters in in there, and I got. She wants to organize it so we have a little more room and stuff. She wants to stay away from the bears. You know, put over there by my my classic, and she wants me. She wants to bring out the Bel Air and everything. After I built it, and my mentor died and shit, and I, I don't have any. I don't have. I don't really want to go to those those car shows anymore. I got the trophies. You know how many times I've been called nigger there. I, don't, I just don't want to deal with that no more. Wow. But wow. I just. Well, yeah, Bel Air. It's a 1960 bubble top coupe. Oh wow! My mentor and uh, his name was Tim Hall. We uh, he owned a body shop, painting body shop, and okay. he uh, he took me under his wing, and I, I worked up under him for about four years, and then I bought this car off of eBay from a place called Chiliopi, Ohio, eight hours south, and um, he hated that car, it, the 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 uh, the son, because it was his father's car. The motherfucker painted it generally orange when I got it. And oh, wow. on this particular day, his mother was having a heart attack and the car wouldn't start. She died in the bench seat and all her facilities let go. So that was eight hours with the windows down. I couldn't bring the damn seat back. So I had I got some 72 cutlass swivel seats and I put those in there. Black interior all the way. But he mixed a special paint. And he named it Panty Dropper Electric Blue. Ooh, stop. With chrome flakes, blue flakes. Ooh. And so wow. after we laid the paint, we got I me, mean, we took the doors off, took the hood. We did it right. My door jams, everything is blue. I had to get that General Elite Orange off of there. It had to go. Uh, right, right. Everything that had Bondo in it, Tim cut it out, put steel back in it. Now that that there is a fog light on the passenger side, it was so fucking rusty and decrepit, but the light still worked. But it, this man, because I couldn't find one, I couldn't find one. I went uh, to Las Vegas, the scrapyard, couldn't find one there. He had was that before was that before eBay Motors came out? No, because I bought the car from eBay Motors from a dude in Chiliopi, Ohio. Uh -huh. And gotcha. he had it listed at $4,800. Now, check this out. The car was 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 generally orange, but when he took the picture, it came out red. So, okay, when we're coming up this 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 mountain, so we met the dude down at the, the base of the mountain where the gas station, because he was like, I'll get lost if I come up that mountain. So we followed him. Coming up around the mountain, I see the tail fin of the Bel Air, I was like, oh, Rick, he got two of them and shit. You might want to, my boy Rick, he, he rolled with me. And uh, so we got out, I was like, all right, so where, where's, where, where is it? He was like, let me take a picture. Had his wife go out, get a Polaroid. He took the picture of this orange car. I be goddamn this mother got personality comes out red. Wow. So, and I was pissed off because I was I was hoping for the red car. I was like, man, I didn't come eight hours just for orange car. General Lee Orange? It's like, no. 
I, I don't even want to know. He came down from 4,800 to 3,100. Man, I gave him that move me all the way back. Thinking in that damn seat. I didn't, I had, I had the Flintstones. I could watch the, the road go past. I had to teach myself how to weld, put two new floors in it. And um, wow. took that one. So it must, had, it must have had a lot of Bondo and everything. Man, that motherfucker and was, I got a passenger uh, fender. Two thirds of that motherfucker was nicely shaped Bondo. But see, in the car world, if you want to find Bondo, you get you a a, 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 a magnet. You get a, a magnet, magnet, right? Well, I do it. I, I put a cloth there. I don't want to scratch nobody's paint. I put the magnet on there. If it don't stick, that's Bondo. I don't want it. Man, <laughs> he probably gave me the car because the car was worth, it was probably worth $4,800. It's not more. Because now it's not a four-door. It's a coupe. Because four-doors are a diamond dust. Nobody wants a four-door. Everybody wants a coupe. And then I just went one step over. I got airbag suspension. It's got seven switches. It rides like a Cadillac. Then I put the flamethrower kit on there. Two of my uh my my pipes come out on the side instead of the back. So it come out like right up under the, the passenger window, Chevy tip. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got it. I don't use propane, that's cheating. That's cheating. So we hooked the I got an ignition button that I it, it fires the spark plugs in the pipe. And then I have to do is just flood the car one time hit this button where it, it still dumps and then it'll cut back on and the fire comes out. Let's see. I got, hold on. I got a picture. And the engine was good? Engine's still good. Still got the 283 with the power glide. Still runs smooth. I haven't ran it since, what, 2012. But it's in the garage. It's in the garage. She wants it. She wants to, I think I, I should bring it out because when I was married, the white bitch wouldn't let me drive the car without her in it. Because she, she was like, this is a pussy magnet. Ever heard a white girl say that shit? But yeah, she was right. She was right. Every every time I drove in it, you know, I, bitches want to give me a number and shit like that. Didn't even give a fuck that my white wife was in, gave me a number and shit. She took it, of course. I wasn't going to call the bitch. But that was just blatant disrespect. It was a, a well-to-do older white woman that she was like, oh, her daddy had a car just like that, but it was a four-door. Wow. Hold on, I'm going to give you a picture as well. I got a, a picture that the dude took when I was at the, I got a first place in the in the flamethrower and wrapping and muffler wrapping contest. And uh, he took a picture that it was, man, it's like, it's poetry in motion. Mm-hmm. It caught it. You better, you better. You better hold on to that car, man. Bring it out every so often, but hold it. I think I might have to do that. I think I'm because I mean, shit. I me and Tim put a lot of work into that. Oh, okay. Hold on. Here you go. Let's see. Oh, yes, yeah. I couldn't build that car. Still oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I see you, Hayes.
Three years in a row I took first. No oh. rattling or nothing. Wow. Oh, this Sweet. Wait, I think I might have. You, to you got out. tired of being called the N word. Yeah, and then motherfuckers will do devious things like be having their kid carrying a metal chair. Don't get close to my car. All of a sudden, I hear a metal chair hit the side of my car. Called nigger that day. That was the last time I went to a motherfucking car show. Got tired of that. And then you got a white wife and shit. That didn't make it any motherfucking easier. Mm. You know, and then the white folks that I, you know, that I was hanging around with, yeah, they got on the motherfucking racist. But still, I, I just got tired of the bullshit. Mm. We got the. How woman, long was you married to her? Five years too long. Gotcha. But see, I knew she couldn't have kids, so that's why I picked that one. You know, all she was was a. I don't know why it's going. All she was was a cum receptacle. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But the problem yeah, is the bitch couldn't cook, man. God damn. I, she would have killed me and stuff if I let her cook for me. The one time I let her cook a steak, man, that's the first time in my life I've had a steak and had no salt and pepper on it. Jeannie, she don't they, don't believe, they don't believe in the seasonings, man. Britain fucking conquered 70% of the earth and got the spices and still don't know what the fuck to do with it. Yeah, that, that, Hell was, nah. that was miserable. What's, what, what's, what, what's our mantra? What's our mantra? We put garlic pepper, uh, garlic uh, seasoning, and fucking seasoned salt on everything. Everything. Don't make it that goddamn what it is. Everything. Every. Garlic, garlic, everything. Steak, <laughs> fish, chicken. Don't make it good, goddamn. Seasoned salt, garlic pepper, I'm, I'm onion gonna, pepper. You know, the one thing you don't do, don't go to a white person's potluck. Oh never. hell no! Never. You'll get fucking you'll get raisins in your fucking potato salad and all kinds of <laughs> not just crazy that. shit. <laughs> not <laughs> no, it, there wasn't just raisins in the potato salad. There were dried banana chips in there too. No, I don't but, eat everybody's food, so no, I, I, you can't. You can't. And my grandma already told me, okay, you going to the potluck for your job? Cause I was a debt collector at this place in Ann Arbor. You know, every Christmas and stuff, they had to, I buy a meat tray. I ain't cooking right. shit. You know what I'm saying? And you right. coming in with spaghetti, I ain't, the only thing, if it came from a tray, it came from a place like that, but home cooking, no. No one got sick, but white people eat white people, whatever they bring. They don't care. They eat it. Even the potato salad, I've seen it with the raisins, but I haven't seen it with raisins and dried banana chips. Who wants wait a crunchy ass potato salad, man? Not not only that, but you don't know how the fuck they prepare it. They be cooking shit with cats and dogs on the counter and the chairs. Man, fuck that. My nope. dogs don't. They're, they're not allowed on the bed. They're not. No dog is allowed on the bed. When I had before, I had my my uh my loft. Not this dog. The Lily right here. She's the jumper. She could jump on my bed as fast as she get up. I put it up. I was like, okay, I'm going to fix it this time. Now, this bed, she can't jump on. It's too high for her. But my loft, the one that I fell out the morning that I couldn't move and shit, yeah, mm-hmm. she can't get up there. But up under the loft is where my desk and my computer and my TV is and stuff. I haven't I haven't slept in my room. I've been living in my grandmother's room, sleeping in her bed since she died. My wife, mm. my wife wants me back in, in there because I got another computer in there. I can do content and stuff. But she wants me to, we're going to do the Dearborn thing and show everybody how these hobby dobbies 
build these little McMansions. And the thing is that my auntie, that she's retired DSS worker, the scams that they come up in there and they send their women up in there and knowing that their husband got like $42,000 ready to open up his gas station. One motherfucker told on himself, told on himself, said he had $42,000, but yet his wife is in the back talking to another agent. This motherfucker just starts a conversation at the coffee pot with my auntie. Oh, you have $42,000 right now, huh? Case closed. Oh, wow. Case closed. But they let him get away with that shit. Even, all right, let's just say my auntie didn't run into the motherfucker. And he said that same statement to the worker that his wife was talking to. That white lady would would let that go. Oh, you just got extra spending change. We still going to give you that house voucher. Driver's All license. the shit we talked about. All the shit we talked about. Yeah, everything. Everything. But that was one day that she was like, he shot his mouth off. And I mean, they've been getting their 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 food stamps and the money vouchers for about a half of a year. You know, and, and let's not forget, let's not forget that's all for that wife. He oh, had many wives. Yeah, yeah, because they, they can have what, like five, ten wives? As many, as many as they can support. Wow. So they can have four, five, six, as many as they can support. So if he's rich, hey. It's like a, a sister wife kind of thing. They all the wives are just like a union. And they all get along. And they, they, and they split the days. Yep. I mean, I've never seen it's you know that they can only marry one here, but when you see several women with one man in one house, yeah, it's undercover. It's undercover uh uh Sharia. The Sharia shit, because that's allowed yep. in Sharia, right? Yep. Yep. They can't yep. use the American system to get a divorce. They have to use the Sharia system. That's right. That's right. And they don't give it easy. The no, man they has don't. The, the if, man has the final say. He has to initiate and he has to conclude. The woman can't start or finish. Man, the Dearborn, I saw how violent they could be to their own women. You know, because uh, here. They treat their dogs better than they treat their women. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of them don't like dogs. They don't like dogs at all. They look at me as I have these dogs like I'm dirty. But still, I walk behind your your Ooh. whole clan with the burqa and the hijab, and y'all motherfuckers smell like garbage juice. I don't know what, you know, religion says thou shall not wash thy ass, but goddamn. No. But no, here's the thing. They do wash, but they don't have deodorant. They don't believe in deodorant. Just like the French. Man, these these women they don't smell, believe in the these, these these women smell like raw pussy. And they don't cut they don't cut their hair. Nope. They, they're the most hairiest people next to the white people on the planet. Oh my God. So you know, you know, you know that does not end well nowhere. No, it don't. It don't. <laughs> it don't. Oh, the, but the, hey. Cal, the Chaldeans that I work for, they were Christian, but they came from Iraq. He, he was one of those that came over on that first boat that Reagan let, you know, the, the, the hobby diamonds in here. And he worked. He didn't have an abundance of cash and stuff. He only had one wife opened up his first in and out party store in Detroit. And then it went from two to three. He made himself and he wasn't he wasn't a Muslim. He's a Chaldean. They believe in Christianity. So we could uh, we could talk and stuff. Taught me, you right. know, some Arabic and stuff. Hey, the first the first time I saw AK forty seven 
was when I was, you know, checking the bottles, working for him at the in and out When it closed, he let me hold it. I fell in love with the Kalashnikov. Didn't get to fire it that day, but we did. But all you had to do was feel it, and that's all that love story was made. Man, the first time I've ever seen a 50-round banana clip, because I thought those were banned. No, you can find them. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta look. Fuck the fifty. We're worried about that hundred and seventy-five round drum around these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And so what happened was when the uh, George Floyd things was happening and the riots, those Arab owners that had shops around America, they was on the roof ready to snipe off some shit, and they had exactly the piece that you were talking about. Hey, if you pick, if you have to pick an AR or Kalashnikov, I suggest to you you. Pick that Kalashnikov every day. I had to test one myself. Well, we bought it off the street. Didn't have no name on it. Didn't wasn't modified yet with the Dremel. So we threw it. We threw it in the puddle. Let it sit all day. Took it out. Put it in the corner. Let it rust Let up. It Let it rust up mm-hmm. all week. Then we mm-hmm. went back out to the booms. Put a clip in there. You had to kick the motherfucking slide. Racked it up, rusty and all that motherfucker sang like an opera singer. Then we, Woo! then I not showed a everybody. Not a glitch at all. I had a, I had to show them what a Dremel can do. That was just semi-automatic. They don't, people don't know what an AK really sounds like when that slide goes automatically and makes a distinct sound. And the fire and the sound that comes out that barrel scares the hardest white cop. And I, and I had to ask. Why? Full metal jackets. Now, the AKs come in 223. I had 223 and 7.62. I like 7.62. Bigger bullet, bigger action. This motherfucker went through two and on his way to the third body vest. The new vest, not that that old 70 shit. The dragon scale shit. So he went through two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Without a... And you know what? If I concentrated like I did concentrate, I went through all four vests. No problem. They were no good to us no more. But and that's what I holler point. That's just a seven six two. That's a seven six two full metal jacket. Now, if uh, we put some incendiaries in there and shit, then you know, the incendiary rounds and shit, I'll burn my way through to your heart. God damn. So yeah. And plus, I met uh, Mikhail Kalashnikov at the gun show here back in 97. Uh-huh. And I was like, you made a beautiful gun. He told me how he made that gun, see. The when Germans, you met him, how old was he? About 50s, 60s? No, he was uh, he just turned 70. 70? Okay. Just turned. But he was still able to, hey, broken English, very intelligent. I can understand everything. And, um... He knows the struggle of black people over here. He was like, you keep your collection safe. I didn't know I had a Judas uncle and shit. I didn't know. <clears throat> I didn't know. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, we talked for a while and everything. And he died in 2012. I was in prison. And that was a sad day. But the Strumgewehr, the Germans made this uh, assault rifle called the Strumgewehr. It was late getting in to the, the, the theater of the war. Mikhail, he was a tanker. His crew in the tank ran across a dead German soldier, had a funny-looking rifle that he's never seen before. He takes the rifle as the Strumgewehr. The AK-47 is made off of the design and 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 the the modernization 
of that. You could take it apart, clean it within five minutes. He took it from there because the Schrungewehr, you can't put a Schrung, it's got that German ingenuity. Don't take a, a Schrungewehr and do what I did and put it in some water. You're going to have some fucked up ass parts. Mikhail, that spring alone, if you can find or somebody can make a titanium spring, you can up the fire rate. Now that, if you do with the Dremel and make it a full automatic all day, then and only then I had to show everybody what an AK really sounds like. You never forget it. But that semi-automatic, unless you got a bump stock or one of those triggers that can uh, fire three rounds at a time, an AK will never talk to you and shit just shooting it simultaneously. You're not even getting the full sound. But that fucking gun is the best in the world. I don't like, and you know, you heard about the AR-15 M16s that were getting our GIs killed in Vietnam, jamming and shit. It got to the point, some of our GIs preferred the AKs they took off the, the, the Vietcom. You know, it's just... I'm, I'm, I'm about to give you a straight headache. I want you to just hold your breath. Okay. So I'm about to, I'm about to take your breath away. Let me get back here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, take a sip. I want you. I want you not to choke on this. Uh, I'm about to fire this back up too. It's gonna be in the chat, right? All right. Let me open up. And five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Gun broker. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, let me see you take your breath away. Shit. <laughs> oh. Wow. Now that. <laughs> That, oh my God, that's, that's beautiful. Hey. God damn. Man, if Biden can ban whatever the fuck, but I mean, you can get this shit, it's just, there's too many of them out here. That's beautiful. Right? Doesn't that look good though? That, that's beautiful. It would even look better if they got the stock off. But I mean, I could run with that all day, and, it, and it's a nine millimeter. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, say that link, man. Oh hell yeah. Oh, oh, I got the I got the gun broker. I just I I haven't gone to deep shit like this. Oh my god. <laughs> Did I make your day, man? Hell yeah. But you know, they stole my Second Amendment rights. Oh yeah. When you went to when you went to prison, yeah. Well, it, it was well. I went to prison in 2012. But my uncle did this to me in in 2000 when I had a. I mean, but but if somebody breaks in your house and you have that, you you have to a right to protect yourself, right? I hope or you so. still can't. I, I can't. I can't have it. They say I can't have it. But see, I'm I'm where my wife is. She's agreeing with me. I rather have it and not need it than need it. And not have it. No, what you need to say is, I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried, carried by, by six. six. Yep, yep. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not a toter. I don't tote. I I know that 1968, no, no, no. that 1968 gun law needs to be rebelled. I should have the right. I, my 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 felonies are not gun related. There are felonies. Why are you gonna take my Second Amendment? Now fuck all that. They can they can take it. But just like I saw, like I told y'all. I've seen an RPG-7 in this country being sold. If I had $5,000, I would have got the launcher and three rockets. 
But of course, now that I got access to money and stuff, an opportunity like that doesn't come around. I didn't have the money at the time, but just like that ex-military person snuck that motherfucker in there, he's not the only one. He ain't uh-huh. the only one. Man, I've seen no. pineapple fuck not demilled grenades. I've seen real grenades in this country. And I could have, ouch, 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 you scratching the hell out of me. Hold on. Yeah, her nails. I got to get her nails and stuff today. She always likes to sit on my lap. That's my baby, though. Uh, D, what was I saying? God, this weed and this gun, this shit just got my life. <laughs> You're talking about the RPGs and you didn't have the money. I didn't have, you the have the money for the, the pineapple grenade, but I, I don't. I, I didn't want he's not that money. No, no. But, I mean, they, as a felon, and this, this is not a bragging point, I got access to more shit than the legal person that is registering their shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you're caught with it, then you you could do some time, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, I don't tote my shit. But when all hell breaks loose, if a shit hits the fan or something like that, I need to be able to protect this home generator in the back of my house mm-hmm. that's cemented in. Because there's only a handful of us in this subdivision and shit. When the lights go out, and I can hear their generators and shit. I put the drone up to see how bad the outage is. And you can see my house is lit up. The house over on this block lit up. House over there lit up. Look over in the next neighborhood. A couple of people, they're lit up. Everybody else named Mama Dark. Mm-hmm. Now, we haven't had a rolling blackout in about a month now. I was getting kind of worried there. Because, you know, my, my oldest auntie, she gets heat sickness just like me. I got to keep mm-hmm. this house cool. You know that right. bitch ass uncle and shit when I was locked up, he let these three women, so that's just more to keep us confined. But then when you keep 170 inmates in one unit confined, a lot of shit, like a lot of fights or stabbings and shit come on. And mm-hmm. now I just stayed on my bunk and read my book or watch my TV because you could have a TV. Did you pick up chess while you was in there? No, I should have. I should have. Game of life. Man, Game man, of life. They, they gave me a fucked up ass bunkie, man. The uh, funk, uh, really, I'm talking about really fucked up. And the crime that he did is, it's not a laughing matter. It's against children. But dog. Oh, yeah. They, they you, down, they, they, they're at the bottom of the food, food chain up in there. How the fuck do you knock up your own Murder and rape is more, no, he, more than a child person. This motherfucker knocked up his own daughter. 10 years old, man. Oh, wow. A white dude. And, a white dude. And, and, and they didn't get at him for doing that? Because yeah. I know that, that as soon as he came in, people know what you did. They asked out of curiosity, but they know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they Man, his TV got stolen. First, it got broken. He bought another one. And TV got... Man, he, they made him get up off that prison. You know, he... He was a sick motherfucker because he liked it. He talked some demonic shit. Now, he's below on the bunk before me and shit. I didn't like this shit. Now, every, you got in the cubes, there's four of us on this side and our lockers and the four of us on that side. Then you have another five cubes like that on down this. Uh, we're in a pole barn. They call it dorm. Mm-hmm. But right. when, the, when the sun bakes down on that shit, you cook. And when it gets cold, you freeze. Right. But this motherfucker, yeah, he got um 
he got 20 years for knocking up his, his uh, been fucking with the girl. I don't know how long, but at this point, I've never heard. I've heard it could happen. Knocked up his daughter and shit. She didn't have the child. They had an abortion and everything. He went to jail. I couldn't stay up under him, man. I asked for another bunk, but they moved him. So that was cool. And then I got a brother that, you know, we, we played a lot of dominoes. Now, I mastered my domino game while I was in there. But not a lot of motherfuckers, you know, they were taking, here, here's, they banned the chess game at this uh, Gus Harrison. And in, in, uh, let me tell you what they were doing. Chess pieces. The, the tallest ones, they would take the king and the and the and the and the uh queen to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. They got cylinder block walls. In between there is the cement. They take that and sharpen these motherfuckers. To make shanks out of. Yeah. Every tool, uh, every every everything was used except for the, the little pawns. Mm-hmm. Then they go and get some string from a t-shirt or whatever. And find a, a stick out there because you know got trees and shit, and put that chess piece on that stick. Now you got a banger. They stopped mm-hmm. selling the chess pieces. I only saw the chess pieces when I left Gus Harrison because I got tired of. I mean, when you have a white wife coming into a prison and shit, it, it wasn't nothing good. You know what I'm saying? She, oh no, she kept my motherfucking the, the count good and everything, but it was like you got to stop. You got to stop coming here because. These skinheads and shit, they see you, they might send somebody behind you. I already can handle my problem in here. But when you come to visit me and we're both his family and you and my family, my aunties and my uh, my grandma, it, it don't look, it don't look good. Oh, okay. All potential. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So yep. uh when I went to Muskegon, um, this pretty much when I, I was I asked for the divorce. My grandma, she let me down. I was like, no, nah, why don't you wait until you get home? Mom. It's not there no more. Can you please get the paper? No, no, you can do it when you get. My grandma let that bitch get the drop on me, and she got the file first. I was done with the shit. You know what I'm saying? One, yeah, I already knew it was probably going to end once I got into the motherfucking shit. As long as she giving me my money and stuff, that's all right. I didn't give a fuck because I didn't really have a future with her. You see what I'm saying? She wasn't, couldn't get no, no your pregnancy because of, Whatever she did in her younger years, didn't fix that STD, done fucked up her uterus. Okay, I was mm. cool with that. She had the biggest tits I've ever seen in my life. Mm. She will never drown. If you try to hold this girl up under the water, she will break your arms. That's how big the titties were. Now, and my wife knows I'm a titty man. I, I love titties. But um, uh. that, that was the, back, the only attributes... Her conversation fell off. Her even domino game fell off. Because I met her in the domino room on Yahoo. And then found out we were both in Ypsilanti. And so we met up and, you know, had a call. They still got the domino room in Yahoo now? Or they got rid of games? I think they got rid of games, man. I haven't seen. Yahoo is not the same. No. It's not. I got a Yahoo email and I have not been. I just checked my emails. I don't even check to see what else they got on there. Yeah, the groups. Remember the groups that they had in there? They had a group that took all that. Unless unless I I didn't look all, I'm going to have to check. Next time I'll check, because I had one room, I had the Camel Toe Palace and shit. Motherfuckers would just send (laughs) pictures. This is my girlfriend and shit. Oh, this is my co-worker and shit. Nothing but put. Okay, they call it Camel Toe. We just called it the pussy print, black folks, until the internet (laughs) came and shit. Man, 
these motherfuckers. I had over what five gigs of pictures and shit, and videos. Oh, wow. I, I love the. So what do you play your dominoes now online? Shit, I don't play online. Oh, I, I don't play online. I would like to play on PlayStation. I would like to play on PlayStation and shit. You know, when I when I get on there, I, I don't even use the the microphone and stuff. I'm even a white bitch in character, so they don't think that I'm black and shit. I get tired of getting called nigga on that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They be pissing my wife off and shit like they had Lewis. Lewis was a black character that I got from level one all the way to 20. Got all his attributes and shit. Lewis is deadly with that RPG. Ruin your day. Oh, they find out I'm a nigga and shit? Oh, this nigga done shot down my damn helicopter and shit. I'm dirty with the motherfucking shit. When and they're in, in throughout May is uh, Military Appreciation Month, so every motherfucking opponent that I kill, they leave two tokens. Those tokens are trophy tokens, and I'm up to 150, over 150 tokens and shit. So I'm gonna cash them in at the end of the at when uh Military Month is over. Let's see what else I can get, man. I got a helicopter. Got an Apache helicopter. I got a, a look like one of those uh, APCs with a gun on it that the rush got eight wheels on it. I got a I got a heavy tank last night, so that's in my arsenal and shit. And then I got the light tank, which I, I just love that shit, man, because they shoot through walls. You can hide through the wall if you want, and then then and I, it's realistic. It is realistic as fuck, huh? So realistic, man. When I'm shot, when I see the motherfucking shot, you see the glint of the of a motherfucker that's aiming at you. Now, I'm trying to get mine going, but he shoots me through the damn through the damn binocular, or the, the scope, and I jump. And my wife was like, yeah, it's not just this. Wait, where's my damn controller at, man? Hold on. Because you know the rumble controller. You feel the explosions. You feel, you feel everything through this controller. But when that motherfucker shoots you and... It's coming at you, and then the, this motherfucker jumps. That's, yes, it's real. But I'm so glad it's not real, man, because there's no resets in a firefight. You can tell right. a lot of these motherfuckers that are ex-military because they use, like, um, the slice in the pie. That's my favorite you know, tactic and shit. If I know you're up against the wall and I'm a pivot, I'm going to keep shooting until I see you at the wall. It's called slicing the pie. You can't run. You can, but I'm going to shoot you in the back. Or if I know you're behind the wall and I got the perk where I can see through the wall and see your, your silhouette, I'm putting this RPG right there, and it's going to blow you up. And then I'll come around, and I'll get those two tokens. This is what they want me on to hand and eye coordination because when I first had the stroke, I was dropping everything. with the hand. It works. I just can't feel mm-hmm. nothing. But now I'm not dropping a cigarette. I'm not dropping a blunt. I'm getting okay. the strength back. But even my doctor's like, I still want you to do yeah, do your video games and stuff. I wasn't into this video game. So, so when you have a stroke, mm-hmm. the first six months, whatever your motor skills are, if you can maintain it or improve it, that's where it's going to be. After six months, it is what it is. So if you don't do anything in that first six months, it's going to be detrimental and catastrophic. But if you kind of work at it and do some hard physical therapy, you won't lose. You have a deficit, but it won't be as bad as if you just gave up. 
you know what I found when I did ride my scooter last year and my balance, I felt my balance was it's off. I want to try it now that I feel that I'm more stable on my feet. I didn't mm-hmm. fall on the scooter and everything, but that was my first time riding it since I had the stroke. My coordination, I was still dropping shit. I couldn't, I could grip the handbrake, but it felt like I wasn't gripping it. And then this handbrake, this brake is the front. This one's your back. And I didn't want to hit that front brake and then flip over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, flip over, roll over. Yeah, so I, right, right, right. Now that it's another year, I'm hoping I, I, I don't have that. I'm discombobulated while I'm riding and shit. Cause when I'm riding and my wife's with me and shit, cause I'm teaching her, my focus is on her. And I had right. to, I had to level with her. It's like, babe, I don't feel steady on this motherfucker. I don't want to go too far. So she was like, okay, we put them up and didn't ride them but two times last summer. We're going to get out there and we're going to explore and shit. Cause I, hey man, I got her a pretty bike. Everybody likes her bike. It's 150 cc's, but I got it, you know, as a 50 cc. There's no insurance, no plate or nothing. Just a sticker that we got to put on the back of it. Every three years, it's $12. Okay. But other than that, now this our state is letting, you know, have you seen those look like ATVs, but they're side by sides, and some of them got a back seat and shit. And uh-huh. they're, letting those, mm-hmm. they're, they're letting them be street legal in the state now. The ATVs like the slingshots yeah, or the ATV? Like um the slingshot? No, not the sling. That's that's been road ready. These motherfuckers look like golf carts, but they got a motor in them. Ah. So like the ones they uh you show in uh sands and yeah, jumping was, over yeah, in the sand. mud and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah, are yeah, doom yeah. buggies, but these, yeah, they can do they're all four-wheel drive, some of them are four, some are two-wheel drive, but this one's the ones that I've seen around here. They're all four and two wheel drive. As long as they got the headlight, tail light, turn signals, they can be street ready. But they got a windshield, they, they're the half of a door, and everything else is open. They look nice. Hey, I think I found a. a um, what you got? Online Domino. I think I. Uh, uh, HTTPS uh, dominoes.playdrift.com. Oh. So dominoes dot playdrift.com i'm gonna copy this whole thing domino's online play drift yeah oh hell yeah man i just went and um you can create rooms spinners fives yeah oh hell yeah good looking out antonio oh i gotta save this they gotta save this and i already know the wife is gonna she's gonna want the link so i'm gonna send it to her oh hell yeah it's free yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we're going to go ahead and sign up up under the Facebook thing. Yeah, I did mine's under my Google. Uh, oh, damn. This, it won't do the, the Facebook. Oh, let me try Google then. I'll just make a whole new account. Okay, it's going to work with the Google. Put it up yeah. Under there. Prince of Paraphernalia, sign me in. Oh, hell yeah. Man, I haven't played Domino's online for a minute. <laughs> oh. uh, what's the name you put in there? Uh, I'm Prince of Paraphernalia. Okay. Hell yeah. Add me in. We can play. Yep. 
Where you find this at, Antonio? I can Google, man. We were talking. I'm like, let me go see if there's say some online domino games. And that's like the first one that came up. Hell yeah. Yeah, this this almost looks like uh how uh, Yahoo had a setup where y'all can have your individual board and stuff. You can have spectators and they, oh Trans- yeah, this is nice. Trans- okay. They spell paraphernalia. P-A-R-A-P-H-E-R-N-A-I-L-A, I think. Hold on. Shit. <laughs> oh shit. I know I don't I know how to spell it. I just I think I added something wrong in there. Hold on. P-A-R-A-P-H-E-R-N-A-L-I-A. P-A-R-A-P-H-E-R-N-A-L-I-A. What is my name in here? Now, hold on a second. I think this is my neighbor again. Oh, yeah. He's getting his lawn together. I got to get mine. I got too many dandelions. She should be coming back with my food and stuff. Hell, yeah, Antonio. That shot, uh, I feel good now. I feel good. Good. I, I just, I wish I wasn't a diabetic. But I already knew if my, my father, he was a diabetic. My mom, she's a diabetic. I was going to be a diabetic, but shit. Oh, yeah. But see, now there's more ways to manage it before. They just said you had the sugar and you dealt with it. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't have it bad like she did. She had type 1. I got type 2 where I can reverse mine, but it, it's, it acts like it doesn't want to let me go. It's going to do what it wants to do. But in the meantime and shit, I controlled it, took the shot, not feeling hot and stuff. Don't even have my fan all the way on. I think that's my name on there. I just copied it. What you got? Unnamed. Unnamed. You got me? Unnamed D, 1967. Now, hold on. Let me see if I can. Hold on. Man, it's good to see a lot of people still like to play dominoes, man. Man, shit. You got to know how to play dominoes. If you don't know how to play spades or, or fucking bid whist, dominoes, you got to know how to play that. I, man, I got nasty with the spades and stuff. And I mean, before my mom died, when my when I did that uh, 10 months in the local pri- uh, jail here, that's the first uh, in- implication that my uncle was working against me and shit. When I got out, we had the probably the best between my mom, my grandma, my aunt Angie, and me. Then my auntie Darlene, she she tra- traded in Angie's spot. Man, that was probably the best motherfucking spade game I ran an all nighter with just my family. And then two weeks later, my mom died, man. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, put your uh, name in the chat, man. I'm gonna copy it, okay? Because I can't. Uh... 
throw that shit for nothing. All right. Yeah, man, dominoes is the shit. It's it's easy once you learn it, and it's complex once you get the strategy together. Here you go. Prince of paraphernalia. Okay. Now check this out. My wife got the pill, Chantix, to let uh-huh. go of these motherfuckers. Now all throughout 2019 to 2022, couldn't get the pill. Got the pill. Mm-hmm. We only got enough for one person. I want her to go first because her reason she was born. Her mom was uh, was a heroin addict. She was born with pre uh, preemie lungs and stuff. And of all mm. things, she smoked cigarettes. And the doctor was like, "Both y'all up in here wheezing." He's she's gonna be his new uh, the doctor. He's taking new uh, patients in in June. He wants to see me back in a month. So on the second of June, I go back. We both go back because I said I don't like her doctor. It's a white man. Now she, if you're telling this is what works for me. You're supposed to listen to the patient, right? I sat in here because we both sit sit in on each other thing. You know, she doesn't go back there without me. I don't go back there. You know, we we stay a unit, just like how my grandparents did. You see what I'm saying? I'm copying something. So, and she's she's not new. She's new to all this and stuff. The only thing I got to do, I've never hit her like her her baby or her grown kid's father had. She got two baby daddies. She got five grown kids. They're all they're all grown. All I gotta do is treat this woman right and show her that I love her and appreciate her. You know, she's never had a nigga open a door or pull back a, a chair for her. She's never had wow. a never had a massage. I was like, wow. oh, so these motherfuckers just up and just yeah, you have some bumps. Want the last one and shit. I'll let her tell it. But he hit her up against the leg with a two by four, where you can still see the indentation on her leg. And uh, I was just like, my grandfather wow. said, "If you gotta beat him, you don't need to be with him." You know, facts. And I, I facts. Heard, I've heard my grandparents. I mean, getting knocked down, drag out arguments. Never laid a hand. My grandma said that my grandfather, when they first got married back in the fifties. He did that. He slapped her. And she was like, I made him afraid to go to sleep. He didn't know if he was going to wake up to hot grits or if I was going to stab him. That was the first and last time he hit my grandma. Now, I've I've seen him yell and shit like that. Chill. My mama and shit did the same thing, you know? Old school. That's why they stayed together 30, 40, 50 years. And she took care of him when he had a stroke. Just like she turned our family room, just like I turned the family room into my auntie's bedroom. We had the hospital bed and everything for him. Them nine mm. years, we did it. We did that, that. There's one time he was abused at the VA nursing home. And I ain't going to incriminate him. So that person doesn't work for medical no more. Matter of fact, they walk with a limp. I didn't know mm. that. I didn't know the trick of lies then, but he probably would have had a CNI dog and shit. When you abuse, uh, I've never seen my grandfather cry. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. So, yeah, I, I had uh, my uncle wouldn't even help me with that. I had to handle that, you know, and I paid some good money. I wanted him crippled. 
crippled. Walk the gimp. Walk with the gimp. He and I walk with the cane now. Hey, on that site, look up that the name that I just changed the name to and see if you find it. Because I can't find you in there. Where is uh up in the top is a little envelope and it says search for player? Okay, okay, here you go. Okay, hold on. All right, there you go. I got you. Okay, how uh, how do I uh how do I follow you? Uh, that's a good question. Oh no, I'm gonna send you a message. Yeah, send me a message. Here come. Yep, you got it. Yeah, you can change your name one time. One time, yeah. I'm, I'm so I changed it. Okay. So up uh to the right, uh-huh. that little that little circle uh-huh. alongside a rank, yeah. and it says uh, change your name. It says profile, and you can change your name. Okay. Uh. Rank, you hit the rank. Okay. That little circle right there. Okay. Well, now, where do I go? It says 10 advanced to next lead. Your rank. Did I hit the wrong one? Uh, No. The little circle to the right of that. Okay. It's a little green circle. Green? No, I don't have a green circle. To the right of that rank. Okay. Profile. Okay. Yeah. Mine. And then go down. Change name. Yep. Okay. I'm going to put. I'm put pop. P O P. Yep. Prince of paraphernalia. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that. Oh, I it won't take the it gotta be just uh letters. No no uh period. See I put uh P O P in all caps. See okay. if I take that. Okay. Set pop. What do you mean an error occurred? What the fuck? Now let me just put press. Set say what? What is it not long enough? So let's put up here familiar. Try that. There we go. All right, I'm all set now. You see it? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm still trying to find out how can I how, how can I find you? Well, I, I found you. How can I like add you to my? Uh, Ah, uh, okay, okay. Let's see. Uh, ta-da. Let's see. Hey, you don't have nothing on here to add you and stuff, but I got, I got you locked in. Let's see. See if you got this uh, message I sent you. New name should come up. 
Okay, it did come up. Okay. Okay, I got I got that one. Uh, black in N Y T E. Black Knight. Black Knight. Okay. Three five seven nine one four. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now how how can I I, I you know. I mean, they got it nice set up and everything. I haven't even got to the game section. I'm just trying to see. First, we can get messages back and forth. Oh, wow. They didn't even take the whole name paraphernalia. They just, well, I'll leave it how it is. Because it wasn't going to let me just do P.O.P. I guess that was too short. And I put Prince of paraphernalia. And they cut out a couple of letters at the end. It's pernail, perna, paraphernalia. And then see, see if you can send me a message. Okay. Check this out. Go back up to the message. Okay. Here come. You get that one? Uh, not yet. No, I haven't got it yet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I can, I can put I, an avatar on here, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, this is better than uh, the Yahoo. See if you see that. Mm-hmm. Play drip. Let me click on that. Well, I got a copy and print it. All right. Hold on. Let me uh, put that in the search bar. Todd, there you go. Yep, there, there go. I am. Now, let's see where the board at. Do I hit uh, ready, set? See what happens there. Okay, let me see what's going on there. All Starting right. in five, yep. four. Three, two, one. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, sir. Double six. Double six. Double five. Got it. Yeah, that's a nice ten right there. Yeah, it is. All right. It's, uh... hmm. Mm. Got me in the bowling yard. 
early and often. <laughs> oh man. What up, old black family? Hey, it's Nene here. About to see what the prepper talking about. He says the attacks begin, started. Green light to attack has been given. Might be clickbait, but we'll see. Israel has been given the green light to attack Iran on their own. Well, here we go. The United States of America has acknowledged now that Israel has been given the allowance to not coordinate with the U.S. military, but instead launch its own attack on the nation of Iran in their endeavor to what they report to be develop nuclear weapons. According to senior Republican lawmakers and the one in, general, uh, in particular, Michael McCall, the United States and Japan must immediately conduct a war readiness and engagement preparation. This is in order to prepare for a potential nuclear threat from China as the country takes the recognized nation of Taiwan. What we're starting to see now is the invested interest in the eyes of American political boards as the nation receives warning after warning that China's expanding nuclear capabilities are aimed directly at a protectionist agenda, as it is called, of Chinese sovereignty in the South China Sea. Now, McCall said, quote, their nuclear arsenal is massive, and it is something to be concerned about and feared. He also assesses that China's nuclear arsenal gives the current leadership a great deal of leverage against the USA, and it prevents the U.S., Japan, and other countries from intervening in a large military conflict over Taiwan. He believes it is unlikely that nuclear weapons will be used, but it is a possibility. He says, I think the Chinese president has to think about it. Is it worth the price economically and militarily as well? What he could do is use nuclear weapons to keep the USA from engaging China against Taiwan. In response, when asked about when the U.S. and Japan should prepare for nuclear coercion by China, lawmakers say absolutely, right now. McCall said that it is beneficial, now at any time, that we can do joint exercises with Japan for any threat, whether it's nuclear, a missile strike, or a coming invasion. Now, these concerns about China's nuclear capabilities are absolutely right. Those claims come to us from military strategists. In a congressionally mandated annual report on China's military power and what they're doing, one that was released just a couple of months ago, the Pentagon estimates that China will possess 1,500 nuclear warheads in just a couple of years. This triples Beijing's total and brings it closer to the nuclear parity existing within the USA. Lawmakers expressed concerns that Taiwan's upcoming presidential election, uh, election, especially one main opposition party, will be chosen by China. They claim that the former Chinese president's recent visit to China was to discuss what is a preferred candidate or a positioned candidate for China, which aims to unify the country with its mainland with or without the use of deadly force. They say if that candidate is a preferred candidate of the CCP or the Chinese Communist Party, that does give reservation, because it essentially will be China's installed puppet candidate, according to McCall. 
in response to the recent military exercises that are taking place daily around Taiwan and after the uh, previous president met with China and the current leadership met with the U.S. House Speaker, lawmakers are encouraging the USA and its allied partners to get ready. They say that there is a caution that is necessary. China is an adversary and they are not our friend, they claim. He accused China's president, excuse me, France's president, of, of uh, taking sides with China earlier this year. They say it's damaging to all existing U.S. allied relationships and it damages our alliance in all of NATO. So there we have a U.S. lawmaker and multiple lawmakers' point of view of what's going to happen over the course of the next couple of weeks and months. They know that China is prepared right now to take Taiwan. And in fact, China is playing, flying over daily missions, sending their Navy, uh, Navy on daily missions around the island nation. They're doing this because at one point in time, it won't just be a readiness mission. They will drop the bombs, uh, jam all of the GPS signals, they will launch the missiles, and they will cripple Taiwan. Now, they're going to do this at a moment in time where the USA is least positioned to counter this attack. So whether it's uh, when the USA and, and allied nations running a so-called free and open Indo-Pacific are no longer in the region or they're just wrapping up something and getting back to docks to resupply, that's when China is finally going to do this. And in readiness for this, uh, the USA and allied nations are trying to run 24-7 readiness drills in the area. They're trying to counter the fact that China is spending massive amounts of money using massive military resources to send over plane after plane, send over ship after ship with our own readiness in the area. That's what we have happening in China, but I want you to listen to this. In a recent testament, uh, testimony before the Senate Armed Services Committee, a top U.S. intelligence official has been issuing a direct warning went to the American government saying that a Chinese invasion of Taiwan will have with it high degrees of certainty of worldwide and severe impacts on both the economy of the United States of America and how the world views the United States dollar as a reserve currency. They say we have the potential for this to wipe out $1 trillion per year. It will completely, they warn, halt the production of advanced semiconductor chips by the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Corporation, which is the world's largest advanced semiconductor chip maker. Now, these intelligence briefings present what they call a general estimate. During the testimony, they have stated that advanced semiconductor chips produced by the TSMC Corporation are used in 90 percent, 9 out of 10, of almost every category of electronic device around the world. So they warn that when a Chinese invasion takes place, if you see a halt or even the destruction of the TSMC's production capabilities, it's going to have widespread global financial impact. It will have an enormous global financial impact, they warn in a quote, that I think runs somewhere between $600 billion to $1 trillion every year for the first couple of years. They further state that this coming invasion will also impact the U.S. GDP and the U.S. dollar's position as a reserve currency. It will affect, they warn, China's economy. 
because the whole world will basically stop. Now, the U.S. intelligence official that is warning uh, what is going to happen, this comes amid increasing tensions between China and Taiwan, as well as the USA and China. China views Taiwan as its own, a part of its territory, and has not ruled out the use of extreme force and a global war to reunite the island. The U.S., on the other hand, has been a longtime ally of Taiwan and has provided military aid to the island nations completely and repetitively. The situation has been of extreme concern to militaries that are around the region, including South Korea, the Philippines, and Japan. Japan has recently expressed its own worries about the potential conflict that's coming in the Taiwan Strait. In a joint statement following a meeting in Tokyo in March, the U.S. and Japan both underscored the importance of what they call peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait and whole. Now, when we look at what's going to happen with China, we know that the country, as soon as it does finally fly one of those missions over and just drop the bombs, launch the missiles, jam the signals, and really go to war to retake the island or reunite the island as China sees it, the entire world surprising is going to come to a halt. You're going to have some creeps and falls from the rest of the world as things continue to move through the uh, Middle East and other parts of the world. But when you look at what we have in our stores in America, from your air conditioning unit to your heating unit to your computers, your cell phones, your registers, your uh, you know lighting equipment, your bulbs, everything, it comes from China. And so when that war finally takes place, what we're going to see is a complete cessation of your ability to get those goods. It will be marked the first couple of days by a rise in prices. You're going to see companies and corporations have already drawn up and they will redraw what was considered their pandemic preparedness plans. They will lock everything down and then in a slow and measured reopening, what they're going to do is limit the ability for you to make purchases. So if your AC breaks, well, you might be without it for one month, three months, six months. Your CPAP machine breaks, you might be without it. Your antibiotics are definitely going to go nowhere because up to 90% of the raw ingredients come from China's uh, mineral and resources. So we are going to be at a standstill as a nation. This is while the, U while the U.S. military fights what will be one of the largest wars in U.S. history. The fact that we are starting to see nations around our planet each say that we have already begun engaging in World War III, but the USA is still hemming and hawing over this declaration shows you just how concerned the leadership is on both political sides, both political parties, with what this really means for the American people. They say fears of an impending global break in confidence in governments and government-driven economies are growing. Now, we see warnings from economists that the U.S. Federal Reserve continues to operate a system that is increasingly disjointed from economic reality. The people that the government, uh, uh, the people are demanding new control over government authority. The most recent GDP figures, according to a leading economist, David Rosenberg, show that a recession for the people is already happening, and its global impact is going to be imminent in the waves that come. This is a quote. The leading indicators are telling me that the recession is actually starting this quarter, he said in a recent interview. If it's not this quarter, on paper, I think it's the next quarter. 
and certainly not a 2024 story. And he's absolutely right. Look at what Elon Musk has said and what other uh, leaders in the field have said. According to the warnings, what we are starting to see today will come with rampant inflation, even higher than what we have right now. It's going to make it harder for Americans to keep up with the rising cost of living or just life. Now, we have economists saying that a recession is a very big call because it's actually a haircut of national income. It's as if the whole country takes an entire pay cut. It could result in significant hardship for the majority of Americans across the country. The stock market they warn will face significant trouble, and economists believe that the turmoil is just beginning. This one individual says, I am bearish on equities as an asset class, adding that he doesn't believe a recession has even been priced in yet. So my question to you as we start to engage this recession and depression in the U.S. population is how are you and your family preparing for it? What are you doing to get ready if income stops coming in? Do you have side jobs or things that you can turn to? I want you to look up uh, the different homesteading laws in your county and then in your state if you're in the USA. They have, tell what's the name of that law that allows you to uh, you know, sell your baked goods out in the open. Do you remember? She's going to, uh, yeah, cottage laws. Uh, you know, the cottage laws allow you to basically make baked goods and sell them. I mean, of course, you can't sell things that can make people sick. It has to be, you know, dried goods like the breads or your, uh, you know, your cakes, your cookies, things like that. But look into those homesteading or cottage laws and see what you can do. Use your staple ingredient. You're really going to have to get on top of what's coming, and you're going to have to get ahead of it. Right now, you might have a little bit of position that you can go to the store and you can buy an easy 200, 300 pounds of flour. You can put it in mylar bags. You can buy 300 pounds of rice. You can put it away. You can buy maybe a uh, unit that mills it, grinds it off into a flour so you can make rice flour. You can do all these different things with it. And then when that hardship comes, look at what you're sitting on, basically a gold mine of capability. You can bake it and sell it. You can bake it and trade it. You can bake it and eat it. You're not going to go without food like a lot of people will during a large crisis. Now, what else can you do? Well, you can own your, own your skills. That's maybe uh, things that everybody is going to continue to need. I remember growing up in the flea market and other areas, there was always knife and scissor sharpeners. There was always people who can do repairs. And you really have to look at what's happening in other countries. In other countries, during economic crisis, people on the side of the streets, they just litter them with uh, shoe repair methods, uh, backpack and sewing repair, barbers and haircuts. You know, you just have these things that, in some cases, like a barber and haircut, I think you'd have to be licensed in the USA probably, but uh, for other things like shoe repair, goods, uh, no uh, repair of electronics, things like that, you, have, you need no licensing. So you can hone that skill or start building it right now, and then during a crisis, you will have something to add a little bit of extra income or add some trade for. Barter and trade is a huge part of an FHCF plan, and what it allows you to do is basically give something to get something back. It doesn't have to be money for money because that's where you see a lot of gouging come in. Instead, if somebody has a broken piece of electronic and you have the resistor that tried or you have the capacitor that blew that you extract through countless other trash on the side of the street, well, then you have the ability to say, hey, for this, I want this. And you have a little bit of leverage there. And that's what we're looking for. Just one step in the right direction to get just a little bit ahead of the crowd. That's what we do in this community. If you have other ideas for people, please put them down in the comment box below. But from my family to you and yours, please stay safe. 
Remain ever vigilant and keep watch. This week's Full Spectrum News is brought to us by each one of you. All of our members so, on Patreon. In other words, Make sure you check out ContagiousMedical.com. Use the code uh, FSS10 if you want real antibiotics that are sent from a real pharmacy. Right. And then if you're looking for meals that awesome. are ready to eat, other things you okay, can throw yeah. in your backpack yep. to go camping or hunting oh, yeah. or fishing, check out NutrientSurvival.com forward slash FSS. Use the code FSS15 for a 15% discount there. I get no commission, but discounts just for you guys. Please, everyone, stay safe and keep watching.